Yeah, the whole thing is just I keep watching baseball and I'm just dumbfounded by the new quote unquote technology between we'll put some cutouts out there or we'll put some fake fans out there and so on. So Yeah, I think you gotta do something. So I like what they're doing. There's you know, a lot of I you know, the NBA thing was a little weird at first, having all the fans and like the family, you know, waving. But I gotten used to it pretty quick. I get, I guess I get used to whatever is there, and it's gonna be weird actually when there's fans. In fact, in, uh, MLB.tv, when I'm watching, they they during the commercial break, they cut to like old clips, and there's a bunch of fans, and it just feels weird. So yeah. I'm already used to no fans. I think you were just appreciative, more appreciative than me, is what it sounds like. So, yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> This is the voice of Andrew Van. This is False Start with Andrew Van and my friend, good friend, and new contributor, Joe Johnson in Greenville, South Carolina, as we were talking over Zoom. Howdy, howdy. And uh, we, we are in the middle of August recording this, and we, what we had once upon a time thought would have been the end of COVID. It feels like the middle of COVID, as we are, some of us are still quarantined right now. So I know you yeah, left the I house, mean, like, what, three times? In this last couple months? Maybe four. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually <laughs> leaving on a trip. I, I went to the beach a couple of times, so maybe five. Yeah. yeah, you went to a beach that's owned by your family, so that's still quarantining in a way. Right, and uh, definitely social distance at the beach, so I don't leave much, that's yeah. for sure. We just got back from Palm Coast, Florida, in like a gated condominium resort, and there was like we went to the beach and we were like hundreds of yards away from other people. It was fantastic, so... Uh, for those who are still yeah. quarantining, enjoy life. I mean, be safe and enjoy life, but you know, definitely don't don't stay kaput because it's 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 not fun. But yeah, um, I mean, beach hiking—it's one of the best social distancing. Absolutely, you know, it, watching sports on TV, and that's why I got Joe Johnson because there's no one I know that is a bigger stat nerd, just in crazy enthusiastic NBA and MLB fan than you that I know personally. And so let's let's dive right into it. Let's talk about MLB. So yeah. the season started at the end of July, and we were just saying how, you know, there's the Dodgers and, and other teams, they resorted to ways that, to how do you bring life into the stadium. And the pumping of the crowd noise is one thing. Um, there's the cardboard cutouts, the virtual fans for the TV folks at home. And, and you're actually enjoying it is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, well, honestly, I don't pay attention to all that. I just watch the game. <laughs> it's all about the players on the field and them playing the game. I, I do like a lot of the weird stats uh, that happens. Like, for instance, uh, on my team, the Indians, uh, Carlos Santana's walk rate is, like, insane. He's, like, walking, like, 35% of the time at bat. Like, his slash line, he's, like, uh, it's, like, 182 batting, 400 uh, on base and then like 285 slugging. Uh, so he has like a, almost a 700 uh, OPS on base plus slugging percentage uh, while his slugging is like 200. So he's, he's getting on base by walking. And uh, I actually just read a Fangraphs article uh, about why this is. And it's, mm -hmm. it's not just Carlos Santana because his plate approach is almost the same. It's the way he's being pitched to. So the pitchers are not adjusting. They should be throwing more in the zone now. Uh, but that that being said, once they start throwing the zone, he's going to start knocking dingers. And plus, uh, Fran Mill Reyes is uh, really hot right now. Uh, not to just talk about Cleveland sports, but that's what I know about. Uh, so I just pulled up the standings. Let's see. 
Uh, speaking of so so speaking of pitching, so what is your response to you know, had we had a full season, I think Houston would receive a lot more heat than what we were seeing now in just the two and a half months that we're getting baseball. And so far, haven't there been like three brawls right now so far against Houston? Or I know a lot of the pitchers are taking out. I remember the one, the one brawl that was pretty epic. Uh, But that's, I guess, I don't know. There's a lot of players getting hit. Uh, You know, there's uh, three times. uh, What's his face? Got hit from uh, Oakland. Um, Yeah, the Oakland brawl was big. That was pretty, pretty epic there. Yeah. And what's but, the player's name when Oakland? Loriano, uh, Ramon Loriano got hit like three times. Uh, is, it by justified? Astros. is it justified though? Uh, you know, some of those were probably not intentional, but it, it just like uncalled for to have a player get hit three times. But like one player I know has like a personal grievance against him or something. Like he was traded. Like the one of the relief pitchers was traded for Ramon Loriano. And there's like articles about how much of a steal that trade was. So I know he had like a personal vendetta. I, I forget. I don't know what the other three were or the other the other two. So speaking of Cleveland, you're diehard fan. So we saw the Washington Redskins become the Washington football team. You're pretty much sure that Cleveland will follow suit and rename themselves over the next couple of years. Yes, but they're going to take their time, and I think it's good to kind of sit back, watch Washington, see how that name change goes. Uh, should it be the Cleveland Baseball Club or should they be the Cleveland Guardians, which is my favorite, or uh, Cleveland Rocks or the Cleveland Spiders, which is probably the front runner right now? Why the Guardians? Uh, so DNs, so you got I N D I N S, so mm-hmm. you can just add a G U A R in front. Also, there's the Guardians of Traffic statues that are in Cleveland uh, that look kind of cool. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot of logo opportunities for Guardians. And I think you can kind of keep some of the uh, same, like, tribal drumming uh, that you can have with Guardians. Mm-hmm. But also, Cleveland Spiders is not bad because you have the historic, uh, the 1990 or 1890, whatever, the worst team in history uh, was there, the Cleveland Spiders. So you have that uh, his- history there. Are the Cleveland so, uh, Young played are the for Cleveland Cleveland Indians? Spiders. Are the Cleveland Indians offering cutouts of fans? Would you buy one? No, no, that's, that's <laughs> ridiculous. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's a cool idea for fans to kind of put themselves in the stands. I personally wouldn't do it. I, do you, are you sitting here watching the game and watching the stands? I, I'm not. Uh, I'm, it, I'm, I'm mildly entertained. I actually kind of yeah. like it. I kind of think so, it's just so do you funny. Like, do you like the NBA, kind of the virtual people? I, I like the virtual screen in the NBA more than I like the fake fans in any capacity in baseball. Um, I feel like the NBA has it down better. At the same time, there's some stadiums in baseball I just don't believe would have a crowd or pumped in noise, such as any team in Florida. The Florida Marlins are like the worst – team as far as attendance wise and it's just weird seeing their games with like crowd noise like that's not even a thing there in general yeah for sure and it's also been varying team by team like I was watching Detroit game and they have nothing in the stands and then I forget what team has all the different movie and celebrity people they have like weekend Bernie's is that Minnesota maybe Minnesota or that was I thought it was the Dodgers but that makes more sense too it might have been Dodgers Um, what is a so you're a betting man so I without being biased 
how do you see the playoffs and how do you see who ends up in the in the series at this point? NBA. I got I got Lakers uh, for the win. Oh no, it's about baseball. Oh, baseball. Yeah. Oh, uh, so what's cool is you know expanded playoffs. Everyone can make it. Um, Wait. So explain I, expanded playoffs. I, I didn't know about. Okay. So about. typically you'll have uh, your division winners. So mm-hmm. three from each, and then two wild cards. So five. So they'll be in two leagues. So ten total. And now we're doing sixteen total. So they're doing two per division and then the top two after that. So like right now you would have uh, New York, Tampa, uh, Minnesota, Cleveland, Oakland, Houston, and uh, Baltimore. And your last team would be the either the White Sox or Rangers are tied. And then nationally you have, wow, Miami Marlins are leading the pack. Uh, in the East, Atlanta, Chicago, St. Louis, uh, Dodgers, Rockies, and then Milwaukee and Arizona. So that's just a lot of teams, which is good in a shortened season because baseball obviously is about the 162-game long marathon, slow game, you know, because you have your best player in baseball will go very cold for a 30-game stretch in a season, whereas you're only playing 40 games. So it, anything crazy could happen. And like I said earlier, it's about like the cool stats that are happening. Like, obviously, again, going back to my team, the Cleveland Indians, uh, Shane Bieber is on fire. So he's five starts in and he's like uh, in the first five games, like the people who have as many strikeouts, uh, he's like fourth on the all-time strikeouts. And let's just look at the people. I mean, pull this up. Yeah, there are like weird stats right now. Didn't, didn't like Mike Trout have a baby? And since he's had a baby, he's hit like seven home runs in nine games. Yeah, that's insane. So I, I don't know what his slash line is, but I'm sure it's crazy. So yeah, Bieber has 54 strikeouts um, in five games, which is like. Uh, and Garrett Cole, the New York Yankee, he's on some kind of streak right now, isn't he? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, Garrett Cole is one of the best pitchers in baseball for sure. I think uh, Shane Bieber joined that crowd. Yeah, obviously, and then there's people like Verlander's not playing. I know Kluber got injured. Um, So there's a lot of injuries too and, you know, a lot of weird, weird stuff. So it's fun to watch a shortened baseball season in a sense. Who do you see making the series? Well, I mean, you got to go with the teams who are currently in it. like all the teams that currently have it are probably the favorites. Uh, I'd like to see the Angels uh, go on a tear with Trout hitting home runs, but they're they're uh, a bunch of games back, so that's might not be possible. The Miami Marlins is strange to see them up there, but um, hey, it's a shortened season, and yeah, they also have a lot of double headers, so they could crash too. But I, I'm sure Atlanta will be there at the end. Uh, the Cubs are uh, very good. Dodgers. Rockies. Um, I like my Indians if they can, uh, if their players uh, will social distance. And uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, Clevenger and Plesak, two fifths of their starting rotation, were sent home to the mi- sent back to the minors for going out uh, one night and then lying to the team. Nice. So that's a, a big hit. You got a thousand dollars. Is your last thousand dollars? Who do you bet on? Um, we gotta look at odds, right? Um, and risk reward. Uh, 
I'd have to look at the Vegas odds. So, you know, the favorite is probably what the Dodgers or the Yankees. Um, I wouldn't bet on the favorite because I think this is the weird year and there's time for a fluky team. Um, pitching wins playoffs. Uh, and you can't go wrong with my boy Shane Bieber and the Cleveland Indians. Just saying. So, <laughs> so I'd probably put money on them, but I, I'm don't don't go with me. I'm totally biased. No, I'm looking at I'm looking at I'm looking at betting odds right now. And yeah, New York is uh, plus three fifty right now. Dodgers coming out of that tie for plus three fifty. After that, oh man, I got a ad popping up on this Vegas website. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good for radio podcast. Yeah. Can you hear that? I, I did. Yeah, I did. Amazing. That. That's what happens, folks, when you record over Zoom. Looks like you got the Twins, the Cubs at a thousand uh, odds over there, and then you got the Athletics, you got the Rays, and then Tampa Astros, and so on. I'm honestly not big on the Cubs. Uh, no. I on, yeah, I don't know. I mean, how's Hugh Darvish doing this year? He he's kind of oh wow he's doing really good so maybe they're <laughs> never mind all right yeah oh, well he it was like how's you doing that's that's probably the big so the fact that he has a one point eight eight ERA um, three and one yeah I don't know maybe they're maybe they're more legit I haven't been paying much attention to them uh, even though they killed uh, they've been on a tear let's see what's their oh they're five and five they lost four in a row never mind. So they're thirteen and seven, but they lost four in a row. Okay, so the Cubs are out for you. No, uh, well, I don't know if you Darvish is is pitching very well, then that's good. Again, pitching, I think, wins is going to win this year. Okay. So who has the best rotations? Uh, the other team is the Nationals, which they're eight and eleven. So that's strange. I like to see let's see them kind of creep up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still got to go to Cleveland, Houston. You can't count them out. Um, athletics are doing really good. Let me see who, who's on there. Now this is bad for uh, listeners looking up. No, all it's all good. Yeah, the athletics they are the fifth on the list at plus fourteen hundred right now. Okay, yeah, they're a weird team. It's hard to, it's hard to bet on them. I'm Why is it a weird team? I'm surprised that they have the best record in baseball. Um, Why but, is it you a know, weird team? Oakland is definitely Moneyball. So yeah. money, put money on Oakland. But why is it a weird team, though? Uh, is it weird? It's it just I look at them and it's not like a bunch of names, but that's, you know, could be the market. It could be I don't pay a lot of attention to them. Um, let's see. I Obviously, Loriano, who, who got hit three times, he's very good. But I'm looking at their starting rotation, and no one seems to, like, really look like an ace that's going to – you know, take the mound and win like multiple games in a series. So versus the two safe bets, if you're going to Vegas odds, would be the Dodgers and the Yankees. Yeah, but also you gotta look at markets. You know, when you're betting, New York Yankees are all and Dodgers are always just going to be overrated, probably because everyone bets on them because the market's so big. Mm-hmm. But they're also like the best teams this year. So, so I, I personally wouldn't bet on them because their their odds are probably inflated. And then also, this is a weird year. And once you get to the playoffs, so the other thing is, is there's no uh, wild card game. So the number one seed has to play the number eight seed. So in, in a in a best of five series, and in a best of five series, anyone can win. So there could be some fluky. I think you you will see 
a really good team get knocked out in the first round this year in baseball. Do you see this being a year whoever wins needs to have an asterisk by their name, or do you see this as being a – you know, they, they don't get the Nationals, but they do should, should get more. Because, like, this seems like a tougher year, right? Because, like you said, there's no I, wild card. I, I wouldn't put an asterisk by it. I mean, there there's definitely all – a team who wins went through some shit. Yeah. And they deserve to have the victory. The rules were the same for everybody. I mean, it sucks for Miami that had uh, COVID and, um, you know, has to do play all these doubleheaders and St. Louis Cardinals. But – you know, the rules were the rules, and I, I think I think you just got to play. And, I, you know, if, if Cleveland wins their first since 1948, I'm going to be celebrating. Yeah. Not not in a parade. I'll, I'll be celebrating via Zoom. Uh, <laughs> too soon. It would be too soon then. Yeah, so. for sure. But right, so. it's a strange year. You just got to roll with it and enjoy for what it is. All right, folks. I mean, you heard Joe Johnson. Take your thousand dollars. Put put them on the Cleveland Indians. That's what he's telling you right now. Plus twenty five hundred. That's pretty good payout. Yeah, that's that's very good payout. Um, I that's not a good bet, but uh, you know, you got to gamble a little bit. Let's shift over to NBA. So you had already mentioned that they're playing in the bubble. I think that's the one thing that's been really successful for them is that they've moved the entire league into Orlando. They're playing inside a facility that's only amongst themselves. And they're keeping within a certain span uh, with all the players and so on and the trainers and coaches and staff. Um, and as far as I've seen, there have been, like, no weird outbreaks. There's been no cancellation in games. They've been playing pretty consistent. Um, and that's great for them because they, they can do that, unlike MLB and, and, and college football and, and for all I know, NFL. I mean, I don't – those – before we shift to the NBA, do you feel like the NFL and college football are going to happen? I think NFL will 100% happen, and I think that SEC, ACC, Big 12 will try. SEC um, just announced their schedule today, too. Yeah. I think they're going to try, and I think they should. Well, why, why are we not playing? You know, I, I, some, someone said, oh, they want to have fans in the stands so they can make that revenue, and they're going right. to try for spring. But I, I, I'm not very optimistic that the spring will be much different. And you, you're, I, I think with testing, and especially like you can test everyone and you keep all the players separated and social distance, um, you know, you, you earn it, you owe it to the players to at least, you know, try. You know, the players only get, you know, four years, five years of your redshirted to play. Mm-hmm. And it would suck to waste season. Plus the fans sitting at home um, want to see college. It, it does suck that the players don't get paid. So, we are asking college athletes to risk uh, possibly their life or their health for no money. So that, that is, that is where it's tough. Yeah. But I, I think the players want to play and you can always opt out if you want to opt out. So that's what I think. Yeah. I think a lot of the, the, the beginning of the summer was a lot of scare, especially with Clemson being our, our hometown team there. Um, they had like the biggest outbreak, I think during June, but then there haven't been a lot of outbreaks since then. Um, and I think a lot of colleges also have just not been reporting positive uh, test results and that kind of stuff in general. And then the NFL, as far as I know, since summer camp started for them, I haven't seen a team really report anything as far as any kind of outbreaks or closures or quarantining. I know that they already had the opt-out date. So anyone who didn't opt out already I think, yeah. is playing. Chris and Morrison so they- had 
Chris Mortensen had the best tweet. All the number of people opting out was uh, sixty nine players. Wow. <laughs> nice, right? So nice. You, you you do the math though. Let so there's fifty three players on a team times thirty two teams. That's one thousand six hundred ninety six players right on the active roster. That's not including practice squad and so on. So sixty nine divided by one one six nine six times 100 for the percentage that's only four percent of players that have opted out of the entire league so what does that tell you what does that make you think right there uh players want to play they want to players get paid. play and yeah 100 percent uh I, I i'm hoping for it i think with i don't want to sound selfish but without a, the actual nfl season i think it's going to be as, as weird as the spring and summer has been without the sports that just came back. I see the fall being extremely just desert without anything on TV that's current. Yeah, I, I, NFL will definitely be playing for sure. I I think NFL is not, you know, you can't really bubble with NFL. And there's only one game a week. So if they can test, I don't know, can you test Saturday and have the results Sunday morning? I think you can, right? Yeah. So if you can test as soon as – I don't know what the, what's the shortest time that you can test and get the results, but if the results say you don't have it, you shouldn't be contagious. So you should be able to play the game. And as long as you're testing even weekly, which I'm sure NFL players are getting tested daily or all the time, that you should be able to contain it. And if you get any cases, you can do what – also, NFL can watch MLB, and also they have the luxury of playing only once a week, whereas MLB is playing nearly every day. Right. I think there's some weird rules too with the NFL. And this is the last thing I'll touch on before we move the NBA, but there's like the new rule change where players are not allowed to exchange jerseys after games anymore, which I'm like, you guys just sat around tackling each other for 60 minutes, blood, sweat, tears all over the place. But Oh God forbid you give a sweaty Jersey to someone else. Yeah, that's strange. I know, I know baseball was like no sunflower seeds yet. I see players with sunflower seeds, no chew, you know, no spitting, uh, no ha- handshakes after the game, high fives. So there's a lot of weird rules, but I mean, you just got to roll with it. I mean, that's, that's the life we're living right now. Right. It's, it's, it's something better than nothing to, to just protect ourselves right now. Yeah. Well, um, NBA and NHL are doing it right. I mean, the bubble is fantastic. The only thing that I was thinking is there's no way that NBA could bubble for an entire 82 game season and playoffs next year. So I'm curious if, what's going to happen next year. Do they do a shortened season in a bubble and then do a playoffs? Like it'll be interesting to see. So now the, the playoffs just started today. Boston took the first game over Philly, I believe. And then Toronto took the first game over Brooklyn. That's on the East. Uh, We still have Indianapolis matched up with Miami and Milwaukee matched up with Orlando over on the West. You got Denver taking the first game against Utah right now. You said the Clippers are playing Dallas uh, then you got the Rockets versus OKC, and then you got the Lakers versus Portland. Which matchup do you feel in the first round is the most uh, watchable right now? Well, I'll tell you, I watched the Nuggets-Jazz game, or I watched the second half today, and it was very exciting, and it's an overtime game. So that's definitely got to be there. Uh, let's see who else. Um, Celtics. 76ers, I, I like that one. Um, and let's go to tomorrow's matchups. Uh, yeah, Heat Pacers, I think that'll be good. 
And Rocket Thunder, of course. I think Rocket Thunder, definitely. Rocket Thunder and um, Utah and uh, Denver. I think emotions are the highest between Rockets, Thunder, and Lakers, and Trailblazers. Yeah, I, I just don't see Portland making doing much to Lakers. I think LeBron and Co. will turn it on. You can't deny though the the hot hand that Dame has right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll see. Uh, you think they'll take it? Maybe they'll get a game. I'll give him a game. I think they'll get two games. I think okay. I think with the hot hand that Dame has with his team and just really pushing them. Is this is this a gentleman's bet? Are we doing a stake bet? A stake bet two, two games or or if 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 they get two games, you win. Okay. Less than two games, I win. Fantastic. Okay. It's like a, it. it's a it's a air air zoom hair shake handshake. Okay. There we go. Uh, I don't know. It's you know injuries could happen. So I mean, definitely could could see it but i i think one game oh no i mean don't get me wrong i think i think the the lakers are gonna win four and two and, and take the series for sure yeah i mean that, that could happen i mean but but there's something about portland that is exciting to watch of like they are this year's like cinderella underdog we got a big ass chip on our shoulder and no one knows who the hell we are we're gonna come kicking down doors and not give a shit you know yeah, for sure there's something that's always fun about watching someone like that Rather than like you know, for me, like I'm pulling, I I I'm I I'm going to be a little biased, and I I, I want to see LeBron win his fourth ring, I want to see yeah. Anthony Davis win his first, I want to see Kuzma get something and show that you know he's 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 a good he's a great player. He just happens to be, as he said, behind two of the best players in the world right now, mm-hmm. um, and, and see the Lakers have a rejuvenation, especially in the year that they've had dealing with everything in 2020 with the passing and Kobe and so on. But I think I think the big thing here is. You know, if if LeBron wins, if LeBron wins, is there an asterisk on this year for him? And again, going back to uh, if I'm not putting an asterisk on the MLB season, I'm 100% not putting an asterisk on the NBA season because mm-hmm. they played almost the full season, give or take. And so just not having fans, and also this is tough. I mean, to be away from your family, playing in a bubble. Uh, that, it's a it's very tough. It's kind of buckled down mentality. You know, yeah, you're it's, living in a bunker. Like they work so long during the first part of the actual season to earn the first place seed, but there's no home court advantage. They're, they're playing in Orlando, yeah. Fake crowd noise and just digital fans trying to root for them that they can't really connect. That's with. that's another good point. No home home crowd advantage like that. I would think that's kind of huge, but is it? I, I think it is in NBA. Yeah, you feel you gotta yeah. feel that vibe, feel the energy, and you just kind of there's something to it that's unexplainable unless you're actually out there on the, on that court. So yeah, I will want to say that uh, I was very disappointed that the Suns didn't make it. Um, was really rooting for them. I mean, they mm-hmm. went uh, then they go undefeated. They went eight zero. Yep, and then they tied the Memphis. Memphis Yet Memphis got to do the play-in game. It, was, it really was disappointing. Devin Booker yep. you know, was killing it. So really disappointed for, to not see the Suns in there. Um, and I'm also really ex- glad that the Clippers got the two seed because I didn't want to see Lakers-Clippers until uh, the Western Finals. Sure. So, so, so sk- skipping through all that, so you're saying Lakers-Clippers, Western Lakers, Finals? Lakers-Clippers. I, I think anything that's not Lakers-Clippers is an upset. I, but I am – 
very interested in the Rockets Thunder series and the and Jazz Nuggets. So I, I, I think, uh, you know, those, whoever wins those will, it, it will definitely have good series, but I, I like the Lakers and Clippers to beat whoever comes out of those. On the East, is it, is it just, Giannis I think Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah, it's his Bucks, Bucks walking. I, I, I've been impressed uh, from the limited what I've seen with Toronto, but uh, I still just Milwaukee's the team to beat. Greek Freak can't can't bet against Greek Freak. So I and I don't think it would take some injuries. I think for East to win, um, it's kind of you know as you know a Cavs LeBron fan. Uh, you know, seeing like LeBron, the Cavs in the East, you know, was always, it was always Golden State was the team going to win, but the Cavs are going to make it. And I feel like Milwaukee's now like the Cavs who's just going to go and, and lose to whoever wins the West and uh, probably LeBron and Anthony Davis uh, take it down. But I, I definitely think the Lakers are vulnerable and could be beaten. So Clippers is my, is my number two if I had to pick. So that was a much easier answer than your MLB. So if you had $1,000, your last $1,000, you put on the Lakers for sure. Yeah, I put on the Lakers. I'd be curious what the odds are of that because it's probably not a good bet because you're probably not getting enough. Um, you're not going to win and you're going to lose as much as you win. I mean, are you even getting two to one? Probably. Hey, you got to be getting more than two to one. All right. So – I uh, if you could change one thing for next year in, in basketball, when on this, what's the one thing you would change in basketball for next year? Are we talking that you know COVID's still going on? Is that is that where? You know what? Let's be optimistic. Let's say COVID is gone. Okay. Let's say COVID is gone. People take vaccine if they don't want to take vaccine, but it's just gone. So regular season, normal, new norm. People are back and so on. Yes. Why, why are we changing the game? I, I don't want to change NBA. Okay. So you just keep everything like you don't want the digital fans back and all that? No, no. I want real <laughs> fans. Put real, real fans. fans in the stands. Real fans in the stands. I, I will say if it's still COVID, though, I think you do a shortened season and then maybe take a break and then do a, then do like a final, like what they did here, like eight games and playoffs. So you have like a, I don't know, 40-game bubble – uh-huh. And then you do a break, and then you do like in you know, so I don't know, forty-eight game season, give or take, and then playoffs. All right. And also, I, I, I guess going back to your original question, what would I do? I would shorten the NBA regular season. It's way too long. Eighty-two games is ridiculous for basketball. You you could do it in sixty or probably even forty. So, and yeah, you're a diehard and, MLB fan, and, and you're saying yeah. eighty-two game NBA season. One hundred percent. MLB is a much different game. MLB is a very long, uh, you know, like I said, it's a marathon. You know, the best player is going to go cold for a 30, 40 game stretch, possibly. Uh, I, I think M- MLB could even shorten it to, you know, 150 uh, to, or, you know, 156, 156. So it's shorten it a couple games, but 162 is fine. But I, I definitely shorten the 82 game NBA season. All right, someone needs to start a petition for Joe Johnson to be new NBA commissioner. Uh, we're going to end it on that note as we go on to the first rounds of the NBA playoffs and soon to be the MLB uh, playoffs starting in a couple of weeks here. This has been Andrew Van with False Start with Andrew Van and my friend Joe Johnson. Be in the look of more episodes with Joe Johnson as we talk about fantasy football coming up.